Buying off the plan is a daunting task. There are so many factors to be concerned about and it's just not as easy as choosing one plan over another, hoping it will fit the block you bought. And the reality is there are so many levels of quality. What can you add to make it your own? Do you want a cookie-cutter house where every house looks the same in the street or do you want to be a standout? Plus, there's the cost of it all. There's definitely loads to think about, and today we have Matthew Phillips from Patterson Homes to tell us what we need to know. Welcome to Real Estate Right, where we talk to top experts on how to buy, sell, rent, and invest right. Your hosts are Grant Kennedy and Sue Langeter. Builder of new homes, townhouses, and multi-unit developments with 26 years of experience in the building industry, Matthew Phillips, the Managing Director of Patterson Homes, is here today to talk about spec homes versus custom-built homes. Matthew is passionate about the building industry, has a strong eye for detail, and is committed to a high level of customer service. Based in Patterson Lakes, we welcome Matthew Phillips from Patterson Homes. Yay! (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. Matthew, how did you become a builder? Uh, well, I started off in the building industry as a chippy and uh, eventually uh, got my builder's license about 19 years ago. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's how I became into, got into the building industry. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. What's great about a spec home? A spec home, in simple terms, a spec home is built uh, from a plan that a builder ter- determines. Uh, builders may have a certain type of home buyer in mind, such as professional couples with children, retirees or empty nesters, but the spec home can also be built features that appeal to the wide audience. Most situations, buyers don't have such a floor plan or interior designer. The, the, the developer or the builder has already um, uh, put some marketing around that particular property and, and has given an insight uh, to what the property is going to look like via 3Ds or um, you know visual visualization of of, uh, of of that property. Fair enough. What's great about a custom built home? Uh, custom built homes, you can sit down with a builder and start from the beginning. So you can work through your design, through to your specifications, uh, work out all your different types of plumbing fixtures and fittings, to, to bench tops. You can work out the layout of your home. Uh, you, you you get a, a good stay in it, and you you can also build within the budget of of what you're after. Yeah, yeah. Which is you know ideal in most cases, but sometimes people just can't afford that level of, mm. of brand new home. Yeah, well, I guess often spec homes, you're starting with a price that they're advertising almost, aren't they, for a certain plan or a house? Mm. Yeah. Um, so it starts with the price you're given, yeah. as opposed to custom, you can bring a budget to the builder, can't mm. you? Yeah, that's right. Generally, with a spec home, you'll be purchasing what the builder's already determined. Yeah. So they've already designed it. They've put the fixtures and fittings in the, in the property. They've selected, uh, you know, all the colours and bench tops and so forth. So so I guess uh, you don't really have a lot of say in, 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 in what's going on. Generally, also with a spec home, a, a builder has, has uh, I suppose, purchased the land and done all that design. A horror story I was going to tell you about before was a uh, developer, a new brand new developer, hadn't done anything before, thought he'd give it a go and uh, the council, this is where it can get a bit tricky for the new ones uh, said that he needed to have a skylight in the main bedroom, Mm. not in the walk-in robe or the ensuite of main bedroom but in the main bedroom like, 
who puts a skylight <laughs> in, um, like, in yeah, the main bedroom? In a bedroom. Why wouldn't yeah. you just put a normal window with some ventilation? Yeah, yeah. something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, I, you could have put it in the walk-in robe just to you know, let some light into that space if you wanted to, or the mm. ensuite, but no, it had to go into the... Yeah, that's where you may not have control on things. Yeah, yeah. And, and the same developer, he also was told, it was one of those side-by-side townhouses, um, that he wasn't allowed to have a garage, he could only have a carport mm. by the council. So, again, that was something that was going to reduce his, you know, value of, of his um, final product kind of thing. So, mm. yeah. Um, that's yeah, so un- unfortunately, when it comes to town planning with councils, council then can have a, a bit of a say in yeah. in what the requirements are, even yeah. though they don't seem to make a lot of sense. But um, but in, yeah. an experienced developer will learn how learn who to talk to in the council. Yeah, correct. And 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 also probably use an uh, independent town planner mm. along the way to to guide and work with the te- the council town planner. Yeah, uh, to get the best outcome. Yeah. for the property and for the client. Yeah. What nasty surprises could you expect um, at a, with, with a spec home? What, um, what with, with a spec home, uh, the, the builder, I guess, is building it for, a, for a, a profit margin, so they not necessarily might put the best fixtures and fittings in the property. Uh, they might build it on a little bit of a cheaper level to get the best profit out of it. So they're not really working with the, with the client all the way through through the whole process they do tend to yeah like even the things that you're not seeing like um the structure of the building and things Mm. like that sometimes they do cut corners a little bit Mm. yeah um in that respect yes it can can be the case you hear a lot of stories around that anyway yeah like my biggest beef with some of the spec homes and it could sometimes could be a, a custom built home thing is the lack of eaves on new homes. Mm. I think Australian homes need to have eaves no matter what. And <laughs> it's just a design necessity. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's just... A, that's right. And also, I guess, they're getting a cut a little bit of cost off not putting the eaves on. Yeah. Uh, doing it more with parapets. Uh, yeah. There's a bit of a, a look out there, I suppose, when it comes to a contemporary look with, with yeah. that parapet look. But you're yeah. right, from a... From a uh, energy efficiency, the eaves obviously are a lot better on a home. Oh, definitely. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. especially in Australia's climate. Yeah, mm. definitely. 100%. Okay, so we've got a listener question here. George from Clyde bought a block of land two years ago and they only started building four months ago. He wants to know what happens if a builder goes past their suggested completion date. Uh, so this is being for a custom build or for a spec build? Uh, it would be a spec build in for this a, case. For a spec yeah. build. So generally speaking, when a when a client purchases off the plan prior to construction or throughout construction, there'll be a sunset clause yeah. within the within the general conditions of the contract. Yeah. So, so I've seen them generally uh, from about eighteen months, and sometimes they go up to five years. Uh, so you'd, I guess the the purchaser just would need to be aware mm. of when they're signing that contract, how long the builder has to complete the project. Mm. Uh, that would be specified in the contract. It would be in the yeah. contract yeah. of sale, correct. Yeah, yeah so that's right. is that one of those HIA contracts or is it a... Well, if they've purchased off the plan, it'll be a, a contract of sale. Yeah. Uh, which will have the, the working drawings in there, town planning, uh, general specifications of the project, project specifications. Yeah. And from from there, it'll list on what the sunset clause is. So the buyer would just need to be aware of what that time period is. So when I like when I bought a, a 
plan, my first house off the plan back in 1999, so <laughs> 20 years ago. Um, we had a little clause in there that said if it wasn't complete by a certain date, then they would pay our rent for however long it took to complete that. Oh, yeah. Does mm. that still happen? Yeah, it can, and I would be suggesting that, that the purchaser uh, would definitely negotiate with the builder or the developer yeah. to try and put those clauses in to protect themselves. So yeah. when they get to uh, you know, the, the end of the sunset clause, at least they've got something in there that can pay their rent or their yeah. current mortgage or their, whatever their circumstances are. Yeah. You've got a little bit of a doubling up on, on, on expenses at that sort of stage, don't mm. you? 100%. Yeah. yeah, for sure. What, what, in what situation would they be needing to delay life? Are they waiting for other per- people to purchase the other blocks around nearby so they can build them all at once? Is that what they're well, waiting for? Mo- most of the time, especially these days, with a, with the market tightening up and, and it's more difficult to get finance, uh, generally the, the builder and or developer would have sold a number of the properties already off the plan to be able to start the development. So uh, it depends on what the, the finance situation is, but generally it's about 50% of, of, of the sales need to be done or, or um, 80% of the, con- the, the construction cost to build. Uh, so if, if they haven't uh, completed that, yeah, that would make it more difficult for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, what types of builders generally are the ones doing spec homes? Uh, generally, the builders that are doing spec homes would be um, uh, mainly developers uh, that um, probably got a bit more funds, I suppose, to, to build something and then sell it off the plan and or, um, uh, you know, build along the way. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So they could be like a couple of townhouses or, you know, units in a standard suburban block or they could be, you know... the big out for sure there's a number there's a number of different type of spec builders there's ones that purchase a number of properties out in the greenfield estates yeah and they'll uh, develop it and just put normal homes on there and Mm. and and sell them off the plan yeah Uh, the cookie cutters yeah correct (laughs) or or you've got your developers your spec builders that that build in your um inner city areas that uh, will pull down an existing old home and uh and develop that and put a couple of townhouses on there and or apartments or or, yeah. or, or duplexes yeah. yeah do your metricons and these those level of companies are they classed as spec homes or are they i, I would say they're more display home builders yeah. uh where uh, they've generally got a number of displays that they'll sell their product off that particular house yep. and they might adjust a little bit to suit what the client's so requirements are. some customisation. A little bit, yeah. but it's my understanding. We, we don't generally get into that area, but it's yeah. my understanding they don't do a lot of I think changes. they do a little bit yeah. of a variation yeah. on the theme. So they have yeah. like, they'll have a standard floor bedroom floor plan with, you know, they can add an extra rumpus room or, you know, Yeah, or correct. Or, or they'll or make can... the facade a little bit different. You know, they'll yeah. have a contemporary side or they'll have more of a traditional yeah. facade. Well, you can put the garage on the side. Using the same or, floor plan. Yeah. Correct, yeah. 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 So, um, and they also, I guess. Well, I've heard they've they often charge a fair bit if you do want some changes. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's generally how it works. If you want something customised specific to you, you're normally paying a, a fairly big premium on mm. that. Yeah. Mm. So, what type of builders do custom homes? 
Patterson Homes, probably. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we special in, in custom home home builds, uh, mainly townhouses and unit developments. Yeah. Uh, so we'll sit down with a client initially, uh, even possibly bef- before they've purchased their property or if they have already got an established property. Yeah. And we'll sit down and we'll design um, around the, uh, the property requirements, being setbacks, overlooking, overshadowing, neighbourhood character, all those type of things yeah. taking into consideration. Uh, and, and we'll work with the client all the way through, th- so through the council process. Yeah. Um, w- once they've got a town planning permit, then we'll, we'll sit down and we'll work through all the specifications, yeah. uh, internals. The, the custom-built homes are more personalised to your, your needs. 100%, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what should you be looking for in any builder? In I think in any builder that you, you look at, you want to ensure that they can deliver and deliver on time to, to the budget. Um, they've got the right qualifications. Uh, so when you're looking at a builder, you would you would definitely be looking at their, their past history, speak to some of their clients, yeah. uh, have a look at the, the, some of the work that they've performed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you want to ensure that if you're purchasing a, a custom build or spec build, that they've 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 been able to deliver. For mm. Sure. Any good quality builder out there really should have the confidence to give you their list of however many builds they've done in the yeah for sure years. Really, like, yeah. they shouldn't be hiding anything, so there yeah. shouldn't be any issues in gaining that information. I assume. Mm. Yeah, and, and I think it's important too. And, and one of the things that we do is we have a list of clients that we give, and it's not just current clients, but it's clients that are say four, five, ten years ago, so they can give them a call and see, you know, how long, you know, how the property's performed over that period of time, if there's been any issues. Uh, so I think that's a good good way to, to determine, you know, the quality of the builder also. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. they're, you know, like I know when I moved into a, well, I rented a place in Burwood for about three months and it was brand new when we rented it. Yep. Um, and it was one of those Federation-style uh, townhouses opposite it was on off Burwood Highway anyway within a month or two there was a massive crack through the stairwell mm. um, because the had, land had to settle a little bit and the crack and we got blamed as tenants right. for that crack it's like really it's a structural defect it's not <laughs> our fault but it was because they, they slammed I think about 40 townhouses on this block mm. so yeah it's yeah, it's definitely a, a test. Obviously, I haven't got the foundations quite right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't sound like it. No. Is there any reputable associations that a builder could be a member of um, that will assure you know future clients, um, you know, the quality of the build and, mm. and that kind of thing? Yeah. Week? So every builder in Victoria has to be registered under the Victorian Building Authority, the VBA. So it's probably good for a. Uh, any, a, a purchaser or a client that's going to build with a builder to check their um, their license and ensure that they're licensed for that particular work that they're going to do. That can be quite accessible on the on the VBA website. And then, secondly, there's a couple of associations um, that uh, that are in Victoria. Mainly, the, the is, would be the Masters Builders Association and also the Housing Industry Association. Uh, they're the, the two main largest associations in in Victoria. Yeah, um, and so most. 
most builders will belong to to one of them, or either or either to both. And what does a builder get out of those associations being part of the HIA or yeah. master builders? Um, the, the, well, we're we're a part of the HIA association, so we we get out of it a, a number of things. There's some illegal advice, there's technical advice. If we've got any concerns or um, if there's any regulation changes, that we can give them a call and speak to their technical department. Uh, there's, um, yeah, as I say, the legal, legal advice is quite handy if you've got any questions related to to the contract, which we use a HO contract, so we can, uh, you know, work through any items within that. Uh, so yeah, there's a number of benefits of, of becoming a part of these associations. Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. Great. Yeah. Okay. What are the GST implications when building new? GST. <laughs> you don't do the accounting side? Uh, no, I do. <laughs> from what angle is that coming from? Well, when you buy an existing house, there's no GST. When you buy a brand new house, there is GST. But... It doesn't really have any effect on the purchaser, though. It doesn't affect it, no. yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd be my understanding, though, that... The you, bill, your the your bill, price would have GST in it yeah, that they're getting in. Yeah, so correct. they're going to pay it. So no if it comes if it comes to a spec home or a custom home, yeah. either way there's GST included in the in in the sale of the property or sale yeah. of the of the home, so there isn't any any difference. Yeah. yeah. So for instance, if you're told you're going to pay five hundred thousand dollars for this house, it's not five hundred thousand plus fifty grand in GST. No, no. It's purely five hundred grand. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't think I don't think someone can claim it though. Like not like unless we shoot buildings as buying the house, then I could claim the GST. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. individuals can't claim that GST component. No, I don't think. No, I will they? because it's a prim- primary principle, isn't it? Or yeah. unless it's an investment property, you could claim it, couldn't you? Uh, if it's an investment co- property, you wouldn't be able to claim it. No, oh, really? no, you, you can't even claim the GST on any of the expenses. Oh. Yeah, mm. There you go. That's a bit no. sad. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. One of the things that's probably really important when it comes to spec homes is that when you purchase that property, you'd want to go through the contract and check uh, the project specifications to see what is included. Mm. So to ensure that there is landscaping, to ensure that there is uh, a driveway. Uh, so everything that you're expecting to buy... Yeah. Off, off the plan is effectively going to be built. Yeah. I know my friend <laughs> who bought a house in Berwick, uh, corner property, they did put a side fence on the corner, but no landscaping, no driveway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the driveway was probably only about five metres it needed to be, but it's still a double garage. They went from concrete crossover mm-hmm. to dirt and dip down and then... And then went up to the driveway. And then went up to the garage. Mm. I still don't believe the driveway's been done and it's been, oh, yeah. I'd say it's close to 10 years now. Crazy. Mm. You know, she just hasn't had the money to do it. Mm. So, yeah, there are some very nasty surprises, I think, with some of the spec home builders. Mm. Um, and you probably aren't very familiar with it because you're not part of it. Yeah, that's right. But however, in saying that, they, I, I guess... 
As you say, you want to ensure that if you're not getting something included, you're well aware of it. Yeah. So then you've got the opportunity then to make a decision and also know that you need a f- further funds down the track. Yeah. To to uh, to you know finish some of those things yeah. if well as you say as the driveway or you know part of the crossover or whatever the case may be. Yeah. 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 Where do pro- where does pricing sit? Yeah. For spec homes fr- versus customer. So so yeah. for instance, if you're building a twenty square spec home versus a twenty square display home versus a twenty square custom home, mm. what sort of uh, I think when it, first off, when it comes to the display home, I think that's probably going to be the cheaper option based mm. on it's a volume builder that's building you know a couple of hundred to a thousand homes a year mm. where they're getting really good buying power, yeah. and uh, they've basically got a cookie cutter that um, or a production line in homes that they build the same home, so they've got the same takeoffs, quantities, trades that do that one particular home or a number of particular displays that they might build. So when it, when it comes to a display, there's, they're definitely going to be the, the cheapest, I guess, on a per square meterage for yeah. what you're getting at, as a home. Um, uh, when it comes to a, a spec house, it's probably going to be a little bit more expensive than that, uh, knowing that the the builder is probably putting a little bit more um, uh, better specifications in the property, knowing that they're trying to sell to a, an overall market. Yeah. Uh, and then when it comes to a custom home, you're probably gonna, definitely going to be paying a little bit more uh, based on um, you know better list of inclusions, mm-hmm. uh, higher quality, uh, higher quality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, a, a better look as such. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It all, all pretty much comes down to what quality you're happy to settle on, really. Yeah. Mm. And um, and how much how important it is to you to customise your home. So, like some... Yeah. Um, so it's more the display homes that you can customise a little bit. The spec home itself is the one that is... Yeah, I would say when it, when it comes to display homes, generally they'll let you change things like the colours of... Well, you can pick your own colour selection. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of movement in, in, you know, changing some rooms and sizes, and, yeah. but it really depends on the builder. And you're usually paying a fair bit of pr- premium for those. Yeah, it's, it's my understanding, not that we yeah. do... Um, we, we, we have display homes or we, we build from a display, but it's my understanding that they will charge uh, a fair bit in, in variation costs. Costs mm. uh, to um, to to get it to a point of more customization for, for that particular home. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. And then custom custom builders are yeah, all about the quality, really. And yeah, and the world's yours. If you are looking for that quality and full customization of, of everything, mm. then, yeah. then that's the way to go, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Matthew's covered quite a lot for us and our listeners on making that careful decision to essentially buy off the plan or custom design your home. We will take a small break and come back with more of Matthew Phillips and Grant's Fun Facts. Here's Grant's Fun Facts. According to the ABS, Australian Bureau of Statistics, the general trend on the number of building approvals going through council is generally down at the moment. The recent figures before recording the show uh, stated that approvals fell by 8.1%, and comparing building approvals for October 2019 since 
uh, October 2018, a year earlier, approvals are down a total of 18.2%. Would you say that's about fair? I would say that's correct from what we experience. Yeah. Yep. For sure. So, yeah, this, in my humble opinion, I believe is probably largely due to the recent tightening of finance from the banks, um, the Royal Commission drama looking into the banks and pretty much everything going to a standstill with the election, mm-hmm. um, slowing things down, and also the overseas political sort of issues issues with America and China. So... And England, well, England sort of... With the Brexit. The Brexit thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and also there's been a little bit of a clamp down on um, investment allowed from China as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, so therefore, I think you could probably pose the question to say that perhaps now is actually a really good time to buy, uh, build, mm. um, assuming that you can get the finance. Um, as things are a little bit slow at the moment, you could, you could say the builders uh, at the moment... Uh, would be potentially more available because they're not as busy as they have been in the past. Um, so you might be able to start your project when you need to uh, on time and, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, 100%. The the property market has definitely uh, come back a little bit from where it was, say, 18 months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've probably come off at the start of the year probably about 20 to 30% of where mm-hmm. we were prior, prior, to, prior to that, the year before. Yeah. So it's definitely uh, builders are definitely a lot quieter, and uh, so it's a, definitely a good opportunity if you if you're able to is to get into the market, uh, to purchase a property, work with a builder, um, get a town planning permit in the in the meantime, mm-hmm. uh, because my feeling is going to be that the, the property market's definitely going to kick in in 2020. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of in, indication out there that um, that it's so going, getting going lots to of move. Inquiry at the moment. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah we are. Yeah. So it's, it, it definitely was uh, a lot quieter at the start of this year. However. Mm. Um, the inquiry levels have definitely picked up in the last six months. Yeah. 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 That's Just good to hear. Good to get in so, before, before the rush hits. Mm. Yeah, that's right. So if you are in the position to, um, yeah, get finance, whereas some others at the moment aren't, mm. then, yeah, take advantage and move quick. Mm. Uh, and that is it for my fun facts. That's your fun facts for today? Okay, so now we've got a quick quiz. Matthew, are you ready for the uh, bombardment of 10 special questions? Go for it. Okay. <laughs> so what's your favourite Melbourne cafe? My favourite Melbourne cafe has actually changed probably in the last couple of months. It's actually a cafe in Bond Beach called Two Feet First. Oh. Uh, yeah. Great great food, uh, good service, uh, pretty accessible to get to. Yeah, really, yeah. really nice cafe. Yeah. Really good. Beautiful. So what's better, pizza or fish and chips on the beach? Fish and chips for me, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Without letting the seagulls attack you. Oh yeah, yeah that's the <laughs> worst. You just give them one little little crumb, and all of a sudden they're all there. <laughs> actually, funny story. We threw a chip out in front one time for a seagull, and it yeah. choked on it and killed over and died right in front of us. <laughs> oh yeah. no! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Disturbed murder. as a the kid. Kill, the killer <laughs> chip. The killer chip. <laughs> <laughs> so, who's your favourite uh, personality on radio? On radio? Gee. Do you listen to radio? No. Oh, okay. Podcast. <laughs> Are you a podcast person? No, I actually mainly listen to uh, my own music just through oh, okay. through Voidtooth. So, there you go. Okay. Uh, no, I don't really. You don't have a radio thing? Okay, no. maybe we'll give you another question. Yeah. Who's your. 
favourite t- TV newsreader? That's a good question as well. I don't okay, don't watch TV. Answer. Okay. Um, That's an answer. Okay, what's your favourite sport to play? Uh, definitely football. football? Uh, love the Mighty Hawks. Yeah. 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 I'm a Bombers man, so. I'm yeah. a Bombers man. Enemy. Yeah. The enemy. The enemy. <laughs> uh, what was the last song you sang out loud? The last song I sang out loud would have to be the, one of the Eagles songs. Yeah? Had the Eagles uh, rocking away in the car a couple of days ago. Yeah? So, yeah, definitely one of the Eagles songs. Strobing down the highway. Yeah. yeah. Hotel with California. With yeah. Hotel California, I think it was. Yeah, good work. Yeah. Okay, what's the most luxurious thing you've ever seen in the house? Probably a lift these days. A lift? Yeah. 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 Lifts are pretty cool. See? They are Especially, cool, especially when they're in a two-story house. Yeah. <laughs> 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 The, um, yeah. oh. becoming, becoming more common. They must be coming down in price, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you can pick up a lift these days for about fifty or 60000 yeah. somewhere in, somewhere in that vicinity. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and, it's, I, and I think, too, also, because there's uh, you know, a lot of reverse living these days, is yeah. uh, and an elderly people purchasing these properties. You know, That's where they're coming into they're, the market. They're coming into more fashion with a, with a lift. Yeah. Uh, so down the track, they can just you know press the button. And yeah. I have been to a few houses which... They have provision for a lift, so they've mm. actually put a nice big walk-in storeroom on both levels mm. that could easily mm. be a lift shaft when you need to. Yeah, eventually. However, uh, however, in saying that, though, probably one of the coolest things that I've seen of late is I, I went to a house where you could drive your car into the side of the property. So it wasn't the garage, however, yeah. it was next to the dining room kitchen area. Yeah. And there was a turnstile there where you could put your car on and the car would just constantly turn throughout the day while you're sitting in the, 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 the dining room or the yeah. kitchen. Yeah, so, you could, cool. you, so you could view your exotic if car. You're a real yeah. car, car, yeah. car buff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so that was seen, pretty cool. I've seen That's one cool. of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, down your way, probably the most luxurious thing I've seen was a... So Patterson Lakes... You got your garage facing the water, mm. and there was a uh, fixed winch that came from the garage to the water, so you can drag your boat or, oh, jet, boat ski or jet ski in, into in, the garage. Into the garage, yeah. Um, yeah, from the water, which I know those boating people would love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you didn't have to um, have it sitting there in the water all the time. That's cool. That's cool. Okay, so what was the last amateur production you've seen? It would have been my daughter's concert, actually, down yeah. at uh, in St re- Kilda. It's a regular. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my uh, my daughter uh, belongs to YABC. Yeah. Uh, so she's into drama and dance, and so yeah. that was the last production that I saw, which was yeah, it was fantastic. It was really good. Yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, good. Proud oh. dad. Proud dad. <laughs> <laughs> Got a proud dad moments. What's your go-to dish when you go to a restaurant? I would have to say I'm a steak man. You're a steak I, man. I, I enjoy uh, something like a wagyu steak or yeah. 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 Last question: When you visit country Victoria, do you Airbnb, camp, caravan, or motel it? Uh, well, obviously, when you're younger, you would uh, camp it. But yeah. the older we get, we enjoy these luxuries. So, yeah, yeah, these days it's more Airbnb for us. Yeah. Uh, or um, hotel or motel, depending on what's what's in the in the town. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, because some people are still avid campers. Mm. Like, mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we haven't quite got into the caravan thing yet, but we, no. I think we will. Yeah. Yeah, Airbnb's yeah. the new thing, isn't it? Right? Yeah. You can get some good places with Airbnb, I think. Yeah. I'd like to have yeah. a house if they can get one. Mm, yeah, for sure. I last glamped it, and I glamped it at Phillip Island mm. back in the 80s. like one of those actual glamping 
George? It was actually a caravan park um, with a glamping tent set up, mm. and it was looking out to the water. So you know, it was prime cool. position of the caravan park. But it was pretty flash to the actual. Yeah, so you had yeah. your blow-up mattress, but premium blow-up mattress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, there was a little heater in there, and there was, um, you know, a little table, a little esky, I think, so you could put... Put all your things in. Put your things yeah. in. Yeah. So it was all set up, you know, a couple of, you know, games and stuff <clears throat> to keep you occupied. Very good. Okay. We're, so we're actually... Uh, one of the properties that we're building at the moment, Yeah. Uh, we're actually going to do an exclusive Airbnb. Oh, really? Mm. Wow. In Chelsea. Yeah. Nice. Ah, mm. So they're going to set up all with the furniture and the... Yeah, they're going to set all the furniture up. It's actually going to be our display home oh, okay. as well. Cool. Yeah, oh, okay. That's cool. part of, yeah. That's yeah. a cool idea. Yeah. So you've, you've amalgamated ideas. Mm. Mm. That's a good idea, yeah. So, Matthew, do you have any special offers for our listeners? An offer that we've got out there now is uh, generally we'll charge for a, for a quote or yeah. uh, we'll charge to take them through that process. But uh, for your listeners, and uh, yeah, we'd love to. We'll we'll make it free. So just for one special listener, we'll have a Facebook competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, to allow them. So it's basically a like, share, and comment uh, competition. So and then we'll put the name into a hat or the names into a hat, mm-hmm. and whoever is the lucky winner, we will get them in touch with Matthew. Thank you. Sounds Great. good. Awesome. Sounds good. Okay. Thanks, Matthew, for coming into our Real Estate Rights studios today. It's been a great learning opportunity for those looking to build. We look forward to having you in again soon. Thank you, and thank you very much. much. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Next week, we have an award-winning sales agent, Zoe Reynolds from Shelter Real Estate, on to talk about understanding sales commission. It really is an eye-opener to see the different ways agents can charge you for selling your property. Don't miss it. Real Estate Right is a real copyright and We Shoot Buildings production. We would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Audio Stock for sound effects, and Premium Beat for our theme music. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, or subscribe on your favourite podcast service. Don't forget to enter our Facebook competition for Patterson Homes Prize to win a free consultation and quote to build your new home. We will announce the winner via Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right.